Hello and welcome back to the 2.45 podcast. It's 9.49pm. Uh, the Brisbane Raw have just drawn two all with Western Sydney Wanderers. Um, I'm driving home. I'm in the passenger seat though. I'm not um, driving at the moment. I will be driving home all the way home soon and hopefully be- beating the storm. Uh, I'm driving with my older brother, Jake. Jake, did you enjoy the game? I did. The uh, delayed kickoff. Mm hour later but the game itself was quite entertaining I thought a bit disappointing from Brisbane North point of view in the end but yeah I feel like uh, I mean we're obviously biased because we're Brisbane Raw supporters but I feel like we sort of didn't deserve a draw I feel like we deserved three points out of that game or maybe the other way to look at it is I don't feel like Western Sydney deserved a point yeah I'm trying to think um, the only save I can remember Freak having to make was in the first half um, but the second half it was it's almost like a lapse of judgment, maybe right at the beginning and right at the end of the half. Um, there weren't a lot of other chances created from Western Sydney's point of view. No, I thought they were very average. Obviously, they had Marcelo go down early, which wouldn't have helped things. Um, I think Hendricks moved back to centre-back for them. They were missing, I thought, Bonatek, who played round one. I thought he was back, ready to play, but he wasn't even on the bench. So he, they didn't have a lot of depth there. Um, but they just, for a team who's top of the table, and uh, yeah, still top of the table, they just didn't create a lot. They didn't play great football. At times in the second half, we were getting a bit, um, what would you say, not lazy, just tired and they were knocking it around. But even then they weren't creating too much. It was just a couple little moments and credit to them, they took advantage of those moments. I guess that's what good teams do even when they're not playing well. They, they create chances and score goals. That Their second goal, that cross, um, was pinpoint and his header was pinpoint. It was like you wouldn't have banked on them scoring from in that position, but they they did. And but Jake, we had a lot of chances too. We did. I think that'll probably be the thing that you look back on. And some of those chances, Joe's Lofthouse right in front. Yeah. Um, I mean the the offside goal. Offside that goal we, for Brownlee. All celebrated until it was pulled back. Um, Rightly offside, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I mean there's two penalty shouts, one each, which. Millet Usenich's chance that was he went past the keeper twice and then cleared off. I think Clisby blocked the goal. Yep. So, yeah, I think there's definitely some chances you look back on and think that Raw probably could have got another goal in there. Um, but like you said, maybe we're a little biased. Um, nah, we de- they definitely had. We had so many great chances. And, yeah, I don't know. Defensively, definitely not too sound. And there's moments in the game where we sort of go through 15, 20-minute spells where... We let teams back into the game. I was saying to you, I think I was, saying, yeah, I was thinking of at least, when we played Sydney FC at home, we beat them 3-0. There's even like a 20-minute period in that game where it's, we sort of let Sydney start to get back into the game. Fortunately, we ended up winning, but um, and, and it happened again tonight. But just we play well and, and patient when we're... We do that Ange thing of... We, we don't cross the ball in at all. No, we, we do not cross the ball. And we both sit there and think, put it in, put yeah. it in. Yeah, like, you can tell the crowd, you can hear the crowd getting frustrated, like, cross the bloody ball. Yeah. But um, we don't. And then all of a sudden, they're patient and they create a great opportunity out of it. We've got the players in the system that, I don't know, it's just, it's really working. I think, did we miss Baring? Jake, did we miss Baring Gerd tonight, do you think? Um, I mean, it's hard to say that you don't miss a player like that um, with his quality, but at the same time, I mean, Joe Show was everywhere. Mm. Um, I, I mean, just the, the little pockets of play with him involved pretty much in everything. It just, it's, it's just really good to watch him. Yeah, and Henry Hall, I think, was sort of playing that Berenguer role. So Henry Hall usually starts out on the left. 
and Berengier will play 10. So Hoare jumped in 10, and, and I was sort of saying to you a few times, I think Hoare is so underrated. I think the casual observer, the casual watcher, really doesn't think he's a good player. I think he's a fantastic player. A little rough around the edges, definitely. But what he does, his first touch and turn, those little things, and he had a couple of great chances tonight as well on another night on the Sydney FC night. You know, he could have had a double. Um, what else, Burke? Um, Gilroy went down injured after like 15 minutes. He sort of he started in a high position, which surprised me. With Kamulka on the bench, I thought, um, yeah, I'm not sure what I thought. I, I thought Kamulka might start where uh, Berenguer typically starts, but he, yeah, he was on the bench. So Hall started through the middle. Burke Gilroy out on the left, um, which left who and Kaledi and, and O'Shea through the middle. So yeah, uh, Hingard played really well. Jake he um, scored a goal. <laughs> We were trying to figure, think about um, when the last time was or how many. It can't, there's not a lot of Hinga goals, so um, it was, he took it well, to be fair. Yeah. Found himself in a good position and very, very nice finish first time in the bottom corner. Yeah, that was a very nice work goal as well. Really impressive. And he sort of actually created it. I, was, I only seen one replay, so um, I might go back and watch it again. But his run, he sort of had the ball, he played it off and made a run inside and the defender came in which allowed the ball out to Mile Uznic who crossed it to Hingert. So his run took a defender away, which opened that space for him and, and great finish as well for the right back. Uh, Burke Gilroy, great ball through. Um, One-two pass goal sort of thing. There was, Freak had the ball, well, Freak had the ball for a good, I don't know, 30 seconds or something. And we're just patient playing it back to, and again, most teams would start to get maybe frustrated. What are we doing? But they just waited and he passed the ball to Burke Gilroy who turned and played a through ball to Milay Uznic, who went through and scored. It's like, how easy was that? As That is a coach killer, though, isn't it, for Rudan? Oh, it, was, it came from nothing. Yeah. He's had two passes, and it's up the other end in behind Fisby. And, yeah, I mean, it was, like you say, the patience there. I mean, you, you start, most goalkeepers at that point start looking for the kind of back corners, not the long ball, but um, he didn't. And, yeah, straight through the middle, straight in behind, and kind of came from nothing. But it was, yeah, it was nice to see. What I like about this team is they're clearly playing to a system and that system Ross Aloisi clearly has expectations and rules and ways to play and they're following it and you can tell because I think the biggest indication for me is the non-crossing thing like when it gets to those pockets where most teams would knock a ball in and to be fair sometimes we might and we should um, especially with Waddingham like he's pretty tall timber in there I don't really know how good he is at heading but maybe just to change it up from time to time but I think maybe while they're trying to embed a, a system of playing, they just do not cross the ball. They they keep going back, even when there's like a really good opportunity to just Jay O'Shea to put his foot on it, put a curl in, a curl a cross in. They don't do it. They go back and they keep playing. So I really like that. I don't know about you, but for me, supporting a football team who has, has a way of playing is one of the most satisfying things. You watch other teams around the league or just watch the roar of, you know, the moon years. While we weren't terrible, we never had it. What what is Brisbane Raw under Warren Moon? Well, exactly right. Yeah. I mean, having said that, and while I agree with everything you said, I do remember even back in the Ange days when you see that sort of play, trying to play out from the back, and it doesn't go right, and we cop a goal. But mm. um, I mean, you said it tonight. We've heard Ross say the same or similar thing to what Ange just said in the past. Like he's he's never gonna um, come down on players. If we make a mistake, even if it results in a goal, if, if they're trying to play the way they've been asked to play, um, so yes, it's it's very nice to watch. And on a night like tonight, I mean, the goals that we conceded, um, they didn't come from 
mistakes like that from trying to play out. Um, and yet, yeah, we were doing it the whole night, and it just, it just, I don't know. It's, it is good to watch. Yeah, I, I'm just super happy to be supporting a team who likes to try, who has a system, a clear identity, but it's also a positive one and, and a um, entertaining one. Whereas if I was Western Sydney supporters, I don't know that kind of that would I'd be a bit upset about that that performance. Yeah. Um, and a lot of teams play like that. They don't really. They're good, and they'll probably finish top two or three in the league. They might go on to win the championship. But for me, I'd rather be a Brisbane Roar with a, yeah, our squad's not as good. Some of our players definitely aren't up there. We've got a really young, raw squad. But the way we're playing, I'd, I'd, I'd much rather watch that every week than watch a Western Sydney team who, I don't know, what they do have some good players, to be fair. That um, Lockie Brook out on the wide... Um, your fantasy player, what's his name? Um, Milanovic. Milanovic. He, yep. he had an okay game. I mean, his finish was really class as well for the first game. So they do have good players, um, entertaining players, but their system doesn't excite me. There's, yeah, anyway, I'm just really happy with the way the Raw play. But, yeah, it does feel like um, two points dropped in, in this occasion. But, um, anyway, Jake, you're driving me the opposite way. Um, I'm actually, we're, we're heading back towards your home where my car is sort of halfway um, and then I've it's buddy 10pm and I've still got a good hour and a half trek home so I think that's about 10 minutes I was, I was just going to make this a little short segment and then do my proper podcast on the end but I don't really think I need to I think that's probably enough anything else from you Jake? Uh, only the debut of uh, oh, yeah. 2K Hill son uh, yeah. and he should have scored he almost scored the winner um, yeah, right of the death. Oh, good he had, save. He had a few good, good touches. He took on a couple of players. Like Should have had a free oh, kick right at the end there yeah, too. I mean, a very, very short cameo, but, uh, you know, nice to see, you know, Timmy Cahill's son getting his first professional uh, minutes, I guess. Yeah, and we're not sure if Tim was there. We didn't see him on the big screen, and I, I checked his Twitter, and he was posting about receiving an award in Melbourne. He was in the, in the MCG, I'm guessing, from today. So unless he flew up late... I think he's missed his son's bloody debut for the Raw, um, at least A-League debut. I don't know if he's... I don't, I don't think he's played yet, even if it fake up. I, don't, I think he was injured when he signed. So, um, yeah, that's awesome to see. Another youngster. I don't. I think he's 18. Yeah, I think so. Too. 18. Um, and with uh, Waddingham, he's 18 or 19. And Brownlee, he's a little menace up front. So the future is bright. It's good to have the, the good players around him. I think, going back to a question I asked you earlier... Um, having a Berenguer in there just would have made things a little bit nicer. Um, but I don't think we missed him too much. He, he definitely adds a lot of quality, but I'm glad to say that even having Hoare in there is also a benefit as well. Um, it's just maybe the, then we miss Hoare out, out wide. As, but, yeah, I think I like Hoare through the middle. Uh, yeah, that'll do for the podcast. Um, I don't even know who we've got next week. I haven't thought that far ahead. But enjoy the rest of the weekend A-League action and I'll... Catch you a week after. Thanks, Jake. No problem. See ya.